as I sometimes say when people draw a conclusion from my sermons, that is an accurate conclusion to draw. Oh, thanks <laughs> so much. <laughs> I feel so validated. <laughs> or if I'm trying to be more subtle, that's a conclusion you could draw. <laughs> a conclusion you can drew. Uh, Wait a minute, where's that? Come on! Come on! (laughs) It was right there, it was right over the plate. Church in space! Welcome everybody to Church in Space. In 3D! Okay, we're getting good at that. You did it jointly. Yes. <laughs> we said it. it was perfect. It. <laughs> but we wanted to include you. I appreciate it, but you guys are thank you. All right. The voices right. you hear, uh, we'll, we will go around and introduce ourselves. So, uh, hi, everybody. I'm Pastor Dave Campheis, Pastor of Resurrection, and on this podcast, most of the time. Oh, oh yeah. There was the other times. Yeah. Yeah, we lost them. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. But we got to do that great galactic tour as a result. Yeah, exactly. So that was cool. Who are you? Who are you? I am Dan. I am also here most of the time. And it is yet to be determined to what species I belong. <laughs> None of them is definitely the consensus. <laughs> you are your own species. Yes. <laughs> Prototype and complete project. Well, I mean, it is a little Homo Dan. But... <laughs> Homo sapien Dan. <laughs> the new subtype of the human species. Homo Danians. Yes. <laughs> so you are the missing link. <laughs> Anyway, I am Drew Nelson. I'm here all of the time. And to my immediate right, because we can see this in a podcast, is... My name's Julia. Drew's my brother. Mm -hmm. Um, I've known him, unfortunately, all my life. He told everyone that I was evil a couple episodes into the podcast. You Uh, can be evil. For the record, I'm not. (laughs) You're not, but you can be when you choose to. actually the main reason you're guest starring. It's just to correct. (laughs) To clear the air. (laughs) To clear my name. (laughs) And yet we covered this, I think, in the third episode, Uh that the most evil of villains Uh firmly believe they're not. That's true. Okay, I can... Oh, no. No, you you don't think that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And also with us is... I am Kate Venable. I am married to Pastor Dave, and I'm also an attorney, and I am not usually here, but decided to join today. And we'll leave it up to the audience to guess why we decided we needed to have an attorney present during our recording sessions. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) We're on to you, FCC. We're on. (laughs) (laughs) We've got your game. Uh, We are returning to a topic we did early in the series. We're returning to The Mandalorian because there's a new season out, Mm -hmm. and... Like all the other seasons, it is brilliant, mm-hmm. I think, at least. Yes. Um, yeah. In Dave Filoni, we trust. <laughs> <laughs> and Favreau. And Favreau. Yeah. And Favreau, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> These are the people we trust in. Mm-hmm. Um, so to start with this, uh, Julia, you came up with kind of where to begin with this topic. But I'll start with the religious side, I guess. You know, in that there's been big, like, the water baptism Mandalorian theme has been not so subtle. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> the we last, hadn't noticed. Yeah. The when last. you bathe in the living wander- yeah, waters of Mandalorian. Bathe in I, living, I like, it. I swear that speech, I could like use it as like the baptismal prayer. <laughs> Somebody's, oh. you know, baptism. Um, mm. Yes. Um, yes, we need to reaffirm our baptism. Absolutely. We can. Okay, just, when yeah. are we doing this, Dan? Uh, the week after Easter? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Why wait? And we got to get the emblem of the Mythologosaurus. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we got to find the dark saber too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, these are going to be the most wicked awesome baptisms that yes. the ELCA has ever Absolutely. seen. Absolutely. Right before I'm defrocked. Um. <laughs> 
Let it Look, be. if you're going to go out, go out in style. Uh, We've been go, trying. Go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't, you know, I, it's interesting how much place is this very important piece, right, in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You know, like the wandering guy is always in search of the place, you know, and and holiness is centered on this this place, right? It's this yeah. physical cave that, like, in the episode, like, spoilers, if you haven't seen it, stop listening to this podcast now. But Bo-Katana is like, yeah, this is a stupid tourist trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a plaque. It's got even like I swear they designed it like one of those like state plaque things, yeah, you know, yeah. like right, like down in that basement cave thing that they're in. And so, yeah, so it's interesting how place and holiness like connect yeah. in that in that show. I'm just glomming onto your term basement cave. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> now I want to build a basement cave. A cave in your basement, or yeah. a, or a basement in your cave. I think a cave in my basement. Okay, got yeah. it. Julia, do you want to continue on with the topic of uh, whales? Of whales? Yes. Uh, well, initially, I texted Drew, and I said you should do an episode on Pedro Pascal. But then I realized I didn't have enough content for that. So then I wanted to talk about space whales. <laughs> His mustache is more than enough content. I mean, yeah. This, that's true. But, no, but let's, let's not move on too quickly here. <laughs> right. Okay. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. I mean, let, Pedro... Pascal has become such a breakout star. Oh, absolutely. You know, and there are men and women both who follow him with just drooling at the very concept that Pedro is within Mm -hmm. 100 feet of them. It's one of those actors that makes, like, he is the reason that things work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I've been rewatching, like, Narcos and the Netflix show, and, like, it really works because of Pedro Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like even the main character for the first two seasons, like he's not even there for season three because it's like they woke up and they were like, ah, eh, we don't need him. <laughs> and they were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was so this? I tried to watch the first episode of The Last of Us this week and mm. I got 10 minutes in, uh, just about to where things started happening. But it's the same storyline as Mandalorian is Pedro <laughs> Pascal plus child. <laughs> and he's tasked with protecting said child. Yeah. And that's just such a story, like a, it's a, just a story that keeps happening. It is interesting how that happens with what? actors sometimes. Yeah. Like they play the same, like Jennifer Aniston is mm. literally the same person in every single thing she's yeah. ever been in. <laughs> Absolutely. And when she's with Adam Sandler. Yeah. And like so many movies. Yeah. yeah. I have a yeah. great idea. Mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal as Iron Man and Tom Holland still as Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like the adopting Robert, kid gets a little yeah. creepier when it's like <laughs> they're actually full grown. But look at Robert Downey Jr. and Tom you know. Holland. Like yeah. it is the same kind it of is thing. A, yeah, yeah, it is the yeah you just can't take him away from Iron Man, though. Yeah. It's just one of yeah. the same. Well, then who else can we put in? Put him into in the MCU? What other father son relationships yeah. can we stick Pedro Pascal in? I, oh, Reed and Franklin Richards. Yes. Um, Ares and. Uh, Phobos is his kid, right? Um, uh, early 2000s, because he was a part of the Nick Fury's team that came in. Oh, you, oh, oh, you know oh, who I'm talking yes. about. Um, they do this sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we've heard. Yeah. God, going into uh, Nick's squad. Yeah. Um, oh, darn it. What was his name? But yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I see him in Jack Kirby form right now. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, 
Back to Julia. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. Back <laughs> <to me. laughs> we have a guest. Use them. <laughs> um, well, in one of the recent episodes in season three of Mando, um, you see it when they're in hyperspace mm-hmm. in the new um, Naboo cruiser, whatever yeah. it is. Starfighter. Yeah. Starfighter. There you go. Um, you see them in hyperspace and you see the shadow of a thing go yes. by. Yes. And this is where I came up with the idea for space whales. Yeah. Um, cause <laughs> if you, if you watch Clone Wars mm-hmm. or is it Rebels? Um, yeah, they did a bunch of weird, weird yeah. stuff. The, there was the Purgle thing. I don't know. Um, but basically they go around space and they're in Big plot points. We have yet to see how they come actually into the season of Mando. And then I was watching the Matt Smith Doctor Who seasons recently. Um, the Beast Below, which is just mm. the second episode, mm-hmm. which has the the creature. Just a really old, really kind sort of beast, hopefully. Yeah. Well, so to give Pastor some reference, mm-hmm. when you know the British Empire decides to go into outer space... Mm-hmm. <laughs> They, <laughs> yep. they colonize on top of a space whale. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yep. They build so, their whole ship around this whale. Mm-hmm. That's just taking them through space. Mm-hmm. Farscape, the main ship of Farscape, it's the same thing. And before Farscape, there was a graphic novel. I think it was called Abraxas and the Whale, which was fascinating but similar where you had living ships that were basically space whales, mm-hmm. but you piloted them around. It was cool because this human gets captured and they flay him, and they hold his skin as What's the collateral. <laughs> so oh. he's, he's walking around fleshless but alive because they put, like, this synth clear plastic around so he doesn't die. And if he finishes his mission, they give him his skin back. It was awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll take your word for it, Dan. <laughs> put on the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think with Mandalorian... I was almost disappointed that he went back to the trot to the wider group yeah. and like did the redeeming mm-hmm. thing. to his clan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I'll be interested to see, I guess, how they resolve this now. Because there's this real tension that I thought was really powerful in season two at the end, like when he was trying to get Grogu back, mm-hmm. and like he took off his helmet, you know, after he gave him up, and like mm-hmm. there was this interesting. It almost felt like this movement beyond like rigid orthodoxy, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, into maybe there's something more important. You know, yeah. my relationship with this being is more important than the rigid mm-hmm. orthodoxy. And then to have it all kind of returned to, well, okay, now I'm going back to rigid orthodoxy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like, but that's yeah. how they have to get uh, yeah, Polka, that's how, Polka uh, Rattan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow yes absolutely (laughs) anyway they're obviously going to be a big religious revelation for her because of her conversion in the living waters when she sees right the The, beast the beast and and that's a little bit more of a compelling storyline too because she was rightful Mm -hmm. ruler of mandalore and now look at how she is right yeah Mm -hmm. no and that's a really right cynical ruler turned true believer well, ish. Ish. Yeah. It didn't seem like she bought into all of the, I must keep my helmet on yeah. um, sort of rigidness, but she was at least polite enough to right. assimilate into their culture and yeah. put the helmet on. Yeah. And yeah. All I mean, that it, stuff. I just think it's going to be a matter of time before she takes her helmet off and she'll take it off on accident mm-hmm. and then she's going to want to redeem herself again. 
Yeah. It's probably something to do with Ahsoka. Hopefully. Yes. Are you caught up on Mandalorian? No, I'm down oh, no. on an episode. Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I can't believe I'm actually Whoa! ahead of you. Yeah. What? Yes! Jeez. Ha! Plus I know. Bonus four. <laughs> I'm surprised you're spoiler free this far. <laughs> Feels Jeez. good to be on top yeah. of it. Yeah. You're going to be really excited, hopefully, when you watch this week's episode. Yes. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. most definitely. Yeah. Well, getting back onto actual topic. Getting back onto topic. Getting back onto topic. Um, oh, wait, wait. Let's... We all have to say it then, I guess. Getting back to topic. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Counselor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess like. As far as back to the um, the helmet, the helmet, <laughs> the helmet. <laughs> um, sorry, train of thought. Wow, no, um, you, you haven't learned to maintain your train despite what Drew and I are doing. In the yeah, background. yes, yeah. Dave's gotten really good at that. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say I I agree with Dave. Like, it's I'm gonna be interested to see where they go with this at this mm-hmm. point because it was like it seems like it was going down the path of everything I thought I knew was true is mm-hmm. not, and there are other things that are more important. Um, but now he has, you know, redeemed himself. So like, where are we going from here? And so I'll just be interested to see. Basically, does Mando go off and create reformed conservative Mandalorians? (laughs) (laughs) I would think so, actually. A new denomination. Yes. You can take your helmet off occasionally. (laughs) I'm I'm waiting to see the Mandalorians then that drive buggies and... (laughs) Amish Mandalorians. Yeah, they make cheese and and they make cabinets for the rest of Mandalore. (laughs) Well, well, see, that's when they, you know, they build their ships on top of the whales and, you know, they use the whales to get between planet to planet and the entire time they're just churning butter. (laughs) (laughs) Not best car, butter. Space whale butter. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Sounds vile. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Just absolutely. <laughs> now I want to try it. It's probably an ingredient in the blue and green milk that. Exactly. Yeah. Where I was going. It yeah. has to be blue butter. <laughs> It'll be, be blue. Okay. bland brand. There's a lot of foods that, like in America, are colored a certain way, and like it's just because we dye them because we want them to look that way. And yeah. I was really disturbed the first time I was in Hungary, and I saw like some of these really like butter, like basic that are like a different color. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> hell is that something? Like, it's that. I was like, that's not the right color. <laughs> I can't eat this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Mandalorian. Yes. I want to get back to Pedro Pascal. I want to okay. know why is he so hot? <laughs> I, mean, it I came, feel it came out of the blue. All of a sudden, right? he's like he's internet daddy, and I mean, part of it's yeah. the fame thing, right? Like I remember when uh, when The Sopranos was big. Mm-hmm. Like James Gandolfini went from like no name guy to he was on the cover of People as man, sexiest man of the year. Yeah, like thirty six you know? seconds yeah. after the first episode, right? Yeah. And it's like and. James Gandalf, what the heck? <laughs> uh, Chris Pratt. You know, right. Mm, Chris Pratt. Uh, yeah. Chris Pratt. I mean, it helped that he doubled his body weight and muscle. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know. In like, six months, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, right. I drank a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Still one of the best lines from Parks and Rec ever. Yeah. It was a great line. But it's, you know, Pedro has been around a while. So yeah. what, what took people so long to suddenly say, oh, he's wonderful. I think it wasn't main. He wasn't. He wasn't mainstream. mainstream. Yeah. Like with Disney, like having the Star Wars stuff now. Like mm-hmm. 
a lot of this stuff is becoming mainstream that wasn't before. Right. And like everyone's tuning in to watch the Mandalorian episode by episode. Um, and the same with The Last of Us, because that was really big. The, he's the main character in two major franchises, mm-hmm. kind of overlapping at the same time. Right. Um, I also so. think, like, think about it, <laughs> like, the Narcos role is, like, the first real big role that I remember him in. But, like, role has something to do with attractiveness, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. know, and, and so, like, in Narcos, he's a cynical womanizer who sleeps with prostitutes, you know, who's also, like, a drunk and yet is a capable cop, you know, mm-hmm. like... So, like, the role is just a little less attractive than I think the nurturing thing, you know, has something to do with yeah. this guy who's good-hearted kind of in the end, you know. Well, I'm sure it doesn't hurt that in Mando right. he's got a bedroom voice. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> good-hearted mercenary, I think, is, like, something a lot of people are attracted to, which is mm-hmm. what he plays in both Mandalorian and yeah. and Last of Us, right? Yeah. He's Yep. Yeah, like good-hearted mercenary. Yeah. Just look at the accessibility of it too. Like more and more people are getting subscribing to Netflix or mm-hmm. you know HBO and Disney. He didn't get you know big after he did Game of Thrones or um, big after he did um, Wonder Woman two. He was in that. Um, it was oh, just yeah, I know. But he didn't have the beard, which really threw me off. Mustache. Mustache. Yeah. Mustache, beard, must, you know. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Facial hair. All right. Well, I, as much as we ever come to a conclusion, we've come to the conclusion. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Well, we've come to the conclusion that there are religious themes in Mandalorian, which everybody should explore. And Pedro Pascal is awesome. Yeah. 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 Which, if you get two things from this podcast. <laughs> Space whales and Pedro Pascal. Right. Please get this. Yeah. I think I think that's an accurate conclusion one could reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what? <laughs> so, so what? It's more Pedro Pascal. That's the so what. Uh, Oops. All right. We'll edit that out in post. <laughs> no, um, no, no. I think we should enhance it in post. This is Drew breaking the audio equipment. Right. <laughs> Come on, Drew. Come on, Drew. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to leave it together. there in case. Yeah, let's just not touch it. <laughs> it's still working. So the broken right. wire. On to our game. Uh, the, our game also comes. This podcast was brought to you by Julia. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, our game. This is a good game. Could you survive Order sixty six? Since we're in the Star Wars universe, and we keep learning about new survivors and stuff like that. So, could you survive Order sixty six? Who wants to go first? I think Julia should go first because it's her game. Uh, Assuming I'm a Jedi. I probably would not survive Order 66. Come I like on. that honestly. <laughs> wow. I like that I honestly. Mean, what little, I have little skills. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> could I defend myself off with a lightsaber? Absolutely. Um, Drew and I would have lightsabers and um, rough around sometimes. Those skills are not the ones I'm doubting. Um, but the asthma, okay. I could not get very far. Because of my exercise-induced asthma, and I can't call my dad old until I can beat him in a race. It's got to be a sprint, because I could barely make it <laughs> around the bases in softball. <laughs> what used to happen um, in church softball was um, I would get to first, and then um, one of the Mr. Oler would be batting behind me. And he'd get it out into the outfield. So I would have to go from first base all the way to home. <laughs> and he would just be gaining on me the whole time. Have you ever been lapped in baseball? <laughs> yes. Um, I, I would think that the clones would be able to catch up. Okay. 
clones yeah. could be able to catch you. Yeah. Okay. And I, I respect the honesty yeah. there. I really do. Yeah. That's knowing yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. No, del- no delusions at grandeur. I like that. Uh, speaking of asthma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of asthma. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think I would have to be creative because also can't breathe. Um, <laughs> especially lately, as you can tell by my voice, probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. Would you would you join the Imperial Lawyers Guild? Because I'm assuming there is one. Ooh. Someone might come to save you. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, in this scenario, are you a lawyer in the Galactic? Are you a Jedi? Are you a lawyer You're in a lawyer Jedi? <laughs> makes... I'm the Jedi lawyer. <laughs> yes. Makes cross examination really easy. You will tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> Insidious versus versus gin. Yeah. Yes. Call the judge rule. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think I would have to be a, like, if I were to survive it, I would have to be super creative and sneaky, which I could be. So, in conclusion, with my luck, no, I would not survive, but I would try. <laughs> wow, we're batting over two right now. This is yeah. not. Yeah. All right. I, so. If it involved any sort of like running, <laughs> look at me. Then no, yeah. Like, like if if I had to survive by like outrunning the clones, or by like d- pulling an Obi Wan and like surviving a fall, given mm-hmm. how clumsy I am, like the mm-hmm. answer would be no. no there's no way. <laughs> you know, there's no way. Like, no way. Like if that fall, if I'm on that like calling horse thing that he's on, um. I fall off the thing. I don't magically swan dive into, you know, the water <laughs> oh, to, yeah. to live. Yeah. I crack my head on the first rock and, and that's it. And that's that's it. Just, oh, he's dead. We found his body floating down. Yeah, the cloak troopers don't even have to fire a shot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just, you yeah. probably break your ankle trying to run away. You're right. Yeah, yeah right. I break my ankle like running away. Like, you know, so so if if it's that kind of survival, like no chance. Okay. I think. Wait, wait. So if it's that kind of survival, meaning if it's that kind of survival where you live, through it, <laughs> no, like <laughs> it's that kind of survival. No, it's the, where you don't live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's that kind of survival situation, like um, you know, like I, I, no, like I'm not, I'm not outrunning the clones. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not escaping them. I'm not pulling a Yoda and like backflipping their heads <laughs> clean <laughs> off their, head, you know, bodies. Like you know, that's not happening. Um, however. It has been established that not all Jedi were actually at the temple or out on deployment, right? Mm-hmm. They're in many locations, right? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of throughout. Like, <laughs> at a location near you. Well, mm-hmm. right. Like, <laughs> but like some are in, at the Senate, some are, you know, they're yeah. all over the place, right? So yeah. I do feel sort of confident that I could talk my way <laughs> <laughs> if I were like, if I'm like at the Senate house, for example, yeah. and it's not like just absolutely crawling with clones but the order goes down and I see the fire kind of at the Jedi temple. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of confident I could convince like the janitor or something to put me in a trash can (laughs) 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 and like sneak me out the back door, (laughs) (laughs) you know, which didn't that happen in clone wars. Wasn't there a, someone who escaped from the Jedi temple janitorially? Mm -hmm. No, I thought that was how they broke. Wasn't that how Bane broke in to get a holocron? Yeah, Yeah, that was it. That was it. But if it breaking in, breaking out works similar, right? You know, and like I feel like I could. Yeah, like if I weren't at the Jedi Temple when it happened, I probably would be fine. Like I'm not pulling in a mod best and like besting, you know, multiple 
you know, like, multiple clone troopers. If I were like somewhere else and heard about it, yeah. then I feel like I would be creative and sneaky enough to like disguise my Jedi-ness. Mm. But they survive. also have the trap for the Jedi. They do. Being like, here, come back to the temple. I'm absolutely convinced I would not fall for that one. Yeah, yeah I would. Okay. <laughs> Just because I'd be like, ain't no way I'm going back there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's my like basic theory. (laughs) Spidey senses are tingling. Yeah. I want to rewind a quick second because we didn't really establish this. Mm -hmm. What Jedi job would you do? Because I can totally see you being, you know, in the library as a Jedi Templar. Like, and you and Jocasa would, would have like actually escaped because Jocasa, uh, that's her name, right? The librarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she actually escaped Order sixty six. Right. I can totally see you doing that. Yeah. And then Kate's definitely like in the outer rim doing his Jedi lawyering, something, <laughs> 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 an audit investigation yes. into like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that brings me back to Julia. What would your Jedi job be? Oh, I that would mean... be like a bartender. At the... <laughs> At, at, like the Jedi Temple, the right? Jedi bartender. Right. No, that's Jedi what I would do as my disguise. Yeah. yeah. Just like. Oh yeah, bartender. Yeah, barkeep. Just be like, I'm gonna like. Here's my local yeah. bar. I'm gonna bartend now, and no one would ever mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Right. I feel like it's easier to survive on Coruscant, also, than yeah. actually, because like you just go into that you underworld. Just go one, no, yeah. yeah. Go yeah. one level down. Yeah. Right. Go yeah. one level down, and then it's like nobody goes there. Yeah. So yeah. Nobody goes there, right? Like you just yeah. hang out down there. That's mm-hmm. you know for the rest your life i feel like if i had to be had a job as a jedi it would either be pushing paperwork which is what i currently do or being some sort of diplomat talking to to obi-wan being like you didn't file your 1077 (laughs) (laughs) you blew up a planet and you didn't file (laughs) um that or like some sort of like form of human resources Oh yeah. Um, well, so or de- non-human resources. Like delegating mm. where the different Jedi go on mission. Jedi yeah, resources. Yeah, yeah, that would be a Jedi cool. resources. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jedi resources. I'm so in okay. Jr. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I probably would be at the temple, but I would probably also have an office in the Senate, so I could hide in yeah. both offices. Right. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, if you were at your Senate office, then you could. Like, yeah. Because I think location makes a big difference, right? Yeah. Like the location. people who survive, like. Mm-hmm. Everybody at the temple was screwed. Yeah. Like, there was even the, like, nimble, like, whatever, mm-hmm. agile Jedi probably wouldn't have been able to get out of that. True. Mm-hmm. Well, although one did, the one who helped Grogu escape. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but he was awesome, so. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's the, going to be the well, one. Yeah. Like, and Jocasta. The vast majority yeah, of them Jocasta. are not. Yeah. There was a small handful that actually did. But, um, but I mean, overall, you're right. Yeah. 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 So, Dan, what is your Jedi job? And would you survive Order 66? I would survive Order 66, but it's because, as with most of my life, I always miss the cool big stuff. (laughs) 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 So more than likely, I would have done something that got me in trouble with Mace, Uh and he would have put me on garbage detail. And so I was actually hauling stuff out to the garbage (laughs) container (laughs) i was bringing the garbage out when the attack hit yeah and that's pretty sweet to the mark to the and there's enough garbage and i daydream enough that right i would have flung a couple of bags in and then kind of like looked up and said wow i wish i could get off planet and blah 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 it wasn't that last episode of star trek really good because they had star trek then and then i would have wandered back in and just like you would have seen like you would have seen the explosion (laughs) from the top of the like that you've been like Oh, <laughs> but that's that's <laughs> yeah. why I would Look survive. Look at the pretty ball yeah. of fire yeah. in the yeah. sky. 
It wouldn't be because of, you know, any kind of great Jedi powers or, you know, athletic acumen or bravery. Complete and it's, it's, I, was, I was out so, doing a chore, and that's when they decided yeah. to strike. So the, yeah. the jar, you'd be a Jedi Jar Jar Binks, essentially. Uh, yeah. Okay. That, I don't think there's any question. Yeah. I just speak a little better, but that's yeah. about the size of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Dumpster survival, we'll call it. Yeah. Yeah. Escaping through yeah. the trash compactor. Mm-hmm. Shut down all the trash compactors. Yeah. <laughs> Tried and true Star Wars. Thing. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my Jedi job would have to do something with right. something with a shipyard or something like yep. logistics. Like the hover bike maintenance guy. Yeah, or, <laughs> or like, you know, the, the Jedi that's, you know, making sure that everything's prepped in the shipyard on Coruscant or something like that. Okay. I, like yeah. something like that where I can easily have access to something to escape. I don't think I would last a whole lot longer after I escaped <laughs> no. the temple, but yeah, well, a... if you were at a shipyard, there would be lots of clones there. No, I don't think they... in the shipyard. No. Depends on the shipyard, right? If it's yeah. like an yeah. actual like military shipyard, then yeah. Yeah, like... but they but were yeah. They weren't really guarding the temple hangar. Mm-hmm. They literally just marched up the stairs. There could have been a detachment, but if it's like the one on Coruscant, where it's just like a heaping pile of Imperial, yeah, but they had no, sadness. they had no air support. You didn't see V wings flying around. You didn't see any of the well at that time. Well, would they be Republic cruisers? Yeah, they would have been at that they, point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you'd have basically the five hundred first ship, their fighter in. I'm orbit. assuming in orbit, but that's one ship. Yeah. Like you, all you have to do is just beat one ship, and then you're out. I mean, look at um, the Naboo Starfighter. Mm-hmm. When it escaped, didn't come into much resistance. Right? right? There were a couple of V wings, but it's because he took too long to escape. Then they had air support versus yeah. like the initial strike. You see no air support. It's just Anakin walking up the steps yeah. with the five o first. Yes. I mean, the hard part would be doing. I mean, there would be lots of hard parts, but one of the hard parts would be surviving the like doing the Obi Wan thing. Like you know, mm-hmm. like because I, I would totally. Someone would be like, "Hi, Jedi," and I'd be like, "Hi," and I'd be like, "Oh, damn!" <laughs> 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 like, you know, like, yes. damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I would even run. Like, all right, like, all right just call him. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I think the only way after escaping I could survive would be like brewing beer or something like that. Yeah. I like the bartending idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. brewmaster Jedi. You wouldn't be able to keep your cover though. Yeah, no, because I and again, it wouldn't be like I'd like want to save somebody. It would just somebody would be like, "Hi, master," and I'd be like, "Hi." to be like oh <laughs> not even use your name just ma- yeah. hey master you're right huh? and it's some slave to, to his right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right and it's like that's weird and then I get reported and I'm like yeah you're right uh, <laughs> see now all you need to do you like change your name to Jedediah uh-huh. <laughs> and that way you know if you get caught uh-huh. then you can say oh no no Jedi's my nickname you know Jedediah yeah. <laughs> he's not creative enough. right I wouldn't <laughs> So he's just doomed regardless. Yeah, I'm yeah. Doomed. He like, would never, I would get would... caught in like the survival phase. Like, you know. I, I I'm confident that I could like come up with a legit cover and hide. I think if you yeah. got you could not. Right. Yeah. I right. I I might be able to get out, but I wouldn't survive the survival yeah. phase. But, yeah. but, but you're you're Kate... all welcome to join me on the garbage scowl. <laughs> on the garbage scowl. <laughs> 
I can see you just on a freighter just doing straight up garbage, like being a pack led. Yeah. Like that's yeah. totally, <laughs> totally your vibe you got there. You know what we could use this for? Oh, we can use this. We don't need to throw this stuff away. So exactly. Dan becomes the janitor at my bar. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll brew the beer. And Drew's brewing. Yes. And then Drew. Julia is in charge of like hiring people. <laughs> exactly. So you're the, you're the manager. By the, yeah. The Meanwhile, the, the, the secret police are like, why is this one bar like radiating force energy? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the hops. Yeah, it's the hops. <laughs> it's the, what's going on here? But it would be a franchise though, so that we, we'd be smart enough that we'd you know have one mm. we'd have one restaurant that works and then franchise it out so that we're not all in one location. Right. We're always yeah. using Jedi mind tricks to make people like exactly. the, the, the yeah. beer. Yes. <laughs> Like, we like it. We don't know why. <laughs> and also bribing officials so, right. you know, that yeah. the costs are really down. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'm actually surprised they don't have, they didn't have more, like, Jedi syndicates or something like that. I mean, yes, you do have the Inquisitors, but at the same time, you even mean, being. Like, what do you mean? Like, like offshoot branches? or Yeah. yeah. Like, two yeah. one with the Force, though, to have syndicates. I mean, there's also what we call Force users. Yeah. The people that aren't aligned with the Jedi. But still have the ability to use the force, which is what Ahsoka turned into. Yes, I would. I would think that. I wouldn't call it a syndicate. Though. Well, and they had yeah. like little. They had alter. I always thought this was part of like revealing the problem of the Jedi Order. Like toward mm-hmm. the end, was like they actually had other headquarters, other like temples, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they all kind of gradually got like centralized mm-hmm. on Coruscant, mm-hmm. yep. and that kind of revealed the like like the yeah. inner like rotting of the Jedi Order itself. It has no yeah. system redundancy. Yeah, just, and they just kind of gradually so all you had to do was have a, around the temple. Yeah. You know. Just have a Klingon be a Jedi and have just redundancy after redundancy. <laughs> Klingon a Jedi. <laughs> Master Worf. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Especially the new one. Yes. With in Picard. Yes. I can totally see him as yes. Jedi Master yes. Worf. Yes. Yeah. On that note This has been Church in Space. In 3D! See ya, folks. Hey, Dan. Yeah, Drew. Did you bring the extra mic? No, I forgot the mic, but I did bring a six-pack of Qui-Gon IPA. Ooh, I've heard about that one. What kind of hops do they use over there? Oh, Jedi hops. Oh, okay. Are those the ones from Naboo, or are those the ones from Mustafar? Mustafar. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Get that smoky kind of flavor in there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a pale ale by any stretch. It's an imperial pale ale. (laughs) (laughs) Heaven help us. (laughs) See you, folks. (laughs) 